When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Schmodown, the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It continues, and it is the semifinals. That is right. The semifinals have begun, and joining me, as always, is Mark Ellis. Mark, what a match, and an unexpected semifinals, not with the Barbarian. Some people thought the Barbarian could get here, but Chance the Cobra Ellison pulling up maybe the biggest upset of the year, beating Robert Parker to get this spot. Yeah, that's right, Christian. That's not even a discredit to Chance or his ability. I think a lot of people believe in that kid for a lot of matches. But when you look at Robert Parker, he was kind of the golden goose. Now that that's off the table, maybe you replaced a goose with some sort of weird rodent named Elvis, and that would be in the Barbarian's favor. But Chance, not only does he have one of the best study partners of all time, his manager, uh, she's looking up to. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they've always believed in Chance and hard not to when you look at everything he's done, when you, to quote Frankie Numbers, you look at his stats, look at what he's done. He's had everything. Shannon has been singing this song for a long time and people are finally listening. It's like, look at who he's got in his singles career. He started his first match against Ethan Irwin in the tournament, did really well for his first match, but he lost the match. He lost a few really hard matches, but came very close against really really good opponents in his first inner geekdom match he was the second one uh he was this he was the runner-up uh to only brandon hannah at that time he outlasted the number one contender and and chandrew so the guy and he's a former team's champion younger youngest champion we've ever had he is a solid solid competitor he's making a run right now for player of the year he's making a run right now for inner geekdom player of the year and he's making a run for comeback player of the year he's doing a lot right now and you could see how people could be high up on chance yeah, now look, but if you look at the tournament landscape, I think that that's something that might slightly favor Chance just because I feel like Chance 
has more experience in a variety of leagues at the this moment today than maybe the Barbarian does. So is the Barbarian going to overlook Chance or not take it as seriously? We know he knows how to prep for a match, but as far as preparation and study goes, I don't know that Chance or anybody on Corruption has an equal in any other faction. And I would even include Finstock Exchange in that, knowing how many points they've got this season. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Barbarian, though, has two wins in the in the Inner Geekdom. And now here he is. He's he this is a match where he is doing something that he hasn't done yet. And that's come in as the underdog. He is going to face against Chance Elson, who, like you said, has been in this game for a little while. But the Barbarian has this thing about him where people they fear him already. He has that thing that Smets had. He has that thing that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of these competitors, when they first came into the league, people went. Uh oh, this guy's for real. This guy has been touted by not only, you know, we've seen people touted before. We've seen people going, oh, this guy's going to be the, one of the greatest players ever. He's going to be the next champion. And and normally you get Roca who says, yeah, well, let's see what happens once he gets slapped in the mouth and he loses his first match. And what happened? Even Roca, even Roca is saying that this guy is the goods. So this could go either way here today. Both corruption and Finstock Exchange. This is massive for the Finstock Exchange to push away corruption, who's making a serious run after Mike Kalinowski has also made it to the semifinals. Yeah, both factions have a chance to make a very strong statement, in particular with corruption, to say, hey, we're not only going to be able to look Finstock Exchange eye in the eye, we might even be able to topple them by season's end. And when it comes to the Barbarian, he's just one of those competitors you look at, and you have to assume he's going to get every question correct. I just don't think that that puts a lot of fear in Chance's Cobra Heart because he just played somebody who you expect to get every question right, and he defeated them. So, Christian, what I really think it comes down to today is which rodent is going to be more important. Is it the one on the barbarian's shoulder or the dead badger on top of my head right now? We're about to find out. I think it looks pretty amazing. And before we find out and go to the story here to let you guys know, the tournament is almost at its end. However, the season is long but over not only do we have the big singles tournament coming up right around the corner on july 31st that's right july 31st on both pay-per-view and patreon first the number one contender match between the outlaw john roca and big time ethan irwin it goes down make sure you can get it at the schmodownlive.com or join patreon today patreon dot com slash schmodown join today at the ten dollar tier so you can get that match all right mark it is time to see exactly how we got here here we go And look, the big story, Mark, when you look at all that, it is absolutely, even though you see what the Barbarian has done and you go, wow, this guy is for real, it's that win by chance. Because chance, it wasn't one of these, oh, we lucked into it. He was dominating that match since the from the first question to the last question. He didn't look intimidated by Parker at all. He looked prepared. He looked scary. He looked like a damn Cobra. Yeah, he doesn't look intimidated by the microphone either. I mean, the, the kid's uh, moxie, his trash talk is really coming through more now than I've ever seen before with the Barbarian. He does have that level of confidence that he really walked into the league with and has not had any reason to lose it. He didn't have his best match the last time we saw him. So if you look at that and you say, oh, he's going for a rebound today, that's something that would put a lot of terror in anyone's heart. Well, we're going to find out. Speaking of someone who's got no heart, she is the manager of Corruption. She is Shannon Barney. And one of her rivals, 
the one and only Bobby Gucci. You too. Here you go. So, Shannon, it looks like, you know, you, you it's Kaiser and Dagnino back and forth, back and forth. You have pretty much, I think, gotten rid of Kaiser. You have won the war against the dungeon. I don't think anybody can argue that. Now the war begins with the Finstock Exchange once again. You guys have had your battles in the past. How are you feeling going into this one? Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you because that was a lovely compliment. Um, I will take it. Uh, secondly, here we go. I'm so excited to be up here with Gucci because, uh, you know, the Barbarian TKO'd my girl at the beginning of the season. I know we all remember this. Um, and I got I to gotta admit, we did not see him coming. He caught us off guard. And uh, that's the one time we'll allow it. So I'm very excited to get revenge on that situation here today. Gooch, you are still sitting pretty here in first place, but corruption right on your heels. I've spoken to you on the phone about this. You know that they are a credible threat. You wouldn't be a good manager if you looked around and say, nah, yeah, nobody can touch us. So how important is this match here with Barbarian and uh, Chance? It's huge. I mean, first of all, I'm wearing my 1986 Daryl Strawberry uh, World Championship ring uh, that I got at a yard sale. But yeah, I mean, look, like I told you before, the only person after the draft that I saw that could have been right on our level is Corruption because they have Chance, who can play IG, and he could also play regular. Same thing with Kalinowski and their teammates. Honestly, those are the two people, that's all she really needs. But then you throw a Laura Kelly into the mix, too, who's making waves in the Star Wars division, and now they got my attention. You know, look, Chance did something that was incredible on so many different levels by beating Parker. I mean, Kaiser put all his eggs in one basket, and unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. Shannon played the... Shannon had a better, better, better way of doing things, and, and it's proven here. And I get that, but uh, we're here to basically shock the world. Is that's what we're kind of do. When it comes to handling pressure, both of your respective competitors have proven that they're able to do that. But as managers of factions who are competing for the top spot, do you worry that maybe there's undue pressure on your individual competitor having to shoulder the load of a faction for today's match? Start with you, Finstock, and then we'll go over to Shannon. Yeah, I mean, look, you know. You know, our faction was very light on IG. Uh, and that was that's just the bottom line. I mean, yes, Dan said he was going to come play, but he's got other obligations. Uh, you know, Emily obviously, uh, you know, didn't shine like we thought she would. I mean, no offense to her. She played great. It was just she ran up against better competitors. Um, but Barbarian, uh, I was looking for another uh, person to enter the tournament. And he was like, I'm in for the faction, whatever the faction needs. And this man who is a genius in regular trivia, um, was like, I'm gonna take it on my shoulders and I'm gonna get you some wins for the faction. I went along with it. The man takes out Lavic, the man takes out Humphrey, and now we're sitting here with Chance. You know, before this tournament started, I said an IG, if we get six points, I'd be happy. You know, because I knew I had Dimolanta in, in, in Star Wars, but he's given us way more than that. And we couldn't be happier in the exchange for sure. Very long answer, Shannon. Maybe you can be a little more concise. I'll do my best. Um, it's not anything to worry about. And there's this myth that, you know, Mike and Chance are holding corruption on their backs. And But the reality is every single faction in this league has maybe a handful of players that are carrying their entire faction. So it's not just corruption. It's not just the barbarian. It's not just any singular person who's taking the weight of their entire, fa that's every single faction. So people need to just shut up about that because it's a dumb argument. Um, 
And there, like I said, there's no reason to worry. And the people that are up here playing want to be here. They're good at what they do. So it's not pressure for them. They love this. They eat and breathe and sleep this. All right. Well, thank you to both Shannon and Barney and Bobby Gucci. Good luck to both of you. Big, massive match. Once again, the winner will go on to play the winner of Alex Damon and Mike Kalinowski, which will air tomorrow. All right, guys, going to drop you out here in just a second. Mark, I'm pretty yeah. well, This is a match, man. I mean, you look at uh, these two guys. This is going to be something. It's already getting testy, Christian. I don't think the managers like my question very much. But look, it's a fair point is that how much pressure are these guys feeling right now? We're about to find out because this match is just seconds away from being underway. And Christian, your golden throat holds that key. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first, representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of two wins, no defeats in the inner geekdom division. Led to the ring by Elvis. This is the Barbarian! Here he is. The one and only, the barbarian, music blasting, and the epic music as it is. He is here. He is ready. The barbarian, look, man, we saw you appear with Gucci back last season. You guys have had this relationship. You said to him, look, draft me. I want you to draft me. He listened, and he benefited because of it, because you've gotten a lot of points. You've played in singles. You're about to play in teams. Should we have a team season, I, I hear? And, um, yeah, and now IG, 2-0. and How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. I've uh, gotten myself into my kitchen. We're so close to the end of the tournament. I'm so hungry for that victory. I felt there's no better place to play than in here. I uh, saw that uh, Chance Ellison had a... Uh, Surprise victory. It was no surprise to me. Very familiar with what he can do. But here's some facts. My last name is Gagnier. It's the French word for winning. Chance's last name is Son of L. And that's the opposite. All right. Fair enough. Ellis? Yeah, I'm looking in your kitchen. It looks like a KitchenAid X22 model, which is the same one I have in my mansion. Um, it looks like even your chair, Barbarian, was a little nervous to be in your presence. So clearly you have that effect on who you're competing against or maybe even who is in your humble abode with you. But when you and Elvis look at your last match, you, by your own admission, said wasn't your smoothest ride, wasn't your best played match. So do you think that that's going to continue? Or are you looking for a sort of a revenge just on a personal level? Between every matches, I look back at what I did, and I say, what do I need to improve on? And I approve on it. If anyone's looking for a chink in my armor, they will, I, I invite them to. Because any perceived weakness they may find, by the time the next matches, it's going to be a strength. All right. Well, there he is, Mark, the Barbarian, prepping here to face the Cobra. Barbarian going to drop out here in just a moment. Here we go. And his opponent... Representing Corruption with a record 
of two wins, one defeat in the Inner Geekdom Division. He is the former movie trivia schmodown team's champion, the Cobra, Chance Ellison. Chance Ellison, look at that. Where is your fighter now? It is a fair question, my man. A fair question. A lot of people, a lot of people, look, a lot of people didn't have you beaten Oyama. And nobody had you beaten uh, Parker, the Facebook group, the, you've seen it. You saw the responses beforehand. I know that even though maybe you've done some questionable things in the past, I have seen people giving you a lot of credit for the victory. How has it been since that victory against Parker? I'll tell you what, I rode high for about a day after I beat Parker. Right after that, it's back to work because I knew that, look, he was the one to beat in the Sarah tournament, but I knew I couldn't get complacent. I knew I had to keep working, so I was right back watching movies, uh, running questions, and just prepping for this match because I want to go all the way. But, Chess, you're not just going up against Robert Parker in his glorious suit and two movie posters. Now you're facing the Barbarian where he feels comfortable in his kitchen, but you also have Elvis to tangle with. So how does your outlook on this match and this opponent differ than what you faced with the spider in your last match? Think you're supposed to be scared of a guy with a rodent over his shoulder? Cobras eat rodents for breakfast, Doug. I'm not scared of the Barbarian. I'm not scared of anyone. Like you said, Christian, I've never had it easy in this league. And you're seeing the results of that now, because right now, I'm playing at the top of my game. Hard to argue that. The battle-tested Cobra, here he is, 2-1, and one, going up against the Barbarian, sitting at 2-0. and oh. All right, so we're just going to drop you out here for a moment. The competitors have entered the virtual arena, Mark. How does round number one go? That's right. It's a cobra and a mongoose, kind of. I'm not sure what Elvis is. Rudyard Kipling would be proud. And now we move on to the rules of round number one. You're going to have 10 questions from 10 different corners of inner geekdom goodness. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask you to show what you think your answer was after 15 seconds for each question, please show what you wrote on your tablet with whatever utensil you have handy to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor and each competitor's pet rodent, should they have provided one, you each get three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the three-round match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that answer, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be ratified and ultimately issued by your manager. Ratified. I like what you did there. All right. So with that, we are going to start with Chance Ellison. Are you ready? Let's get it. Barbarian, are you ready? Whatever it takes. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, guys. Round number one. Question number one in the category of the MCU. Who plays Sharon Carter in Captain America, The Winter Soldier? That's a good question. You know what else is a good question, Christian? Where did I get my name from today? Come on, get there. Oh... Come on, get there. Uh, five. Four. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Two. One. Pens down, and we start with Chance. Emily Van Camp. Yes. Barbarian? Emily Van Camp. Yes, it is. One, one. All right, Mark, next question. I love last names that begin with Van. Uh, your next question, gentlemen, is in the world of Star Wars. 
galaxy not too close to here, your question. The characters Chancellor Valorum, Captain Tarpace, C.O. Bibble, and Obi-Wan Kenobi all appear in which Star Wars film? Just oh. need the subtitle. Don't need the episode <laughs> numeral. And, uh, Christian, we're looking for Ghost Rider. I knew that, actually. Actually, you didn't. You went to math instead of answering the question. Can I get a repeat of the question, please? First one. You certainly may. Barbarian slash Elvis. In the category of Star Wars, the characters Chancellor Valorum, Captain Tarpace, C.O. Bibble, and Obi-Wan Kenobi appear in which Star Wars film? Can you spell Captain Tarpace? <clears throat> Certainly. T-A-R-P-A-I-S. Okay. Could be Tarpeus? Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. We start with Barbarian. Went with the Phantom Menace. That's correct. Pants. The biggest letdown of 99, the Phantom Menace. That is also correct. All right, next question. Next question is question three. This is Middle Earth. What is the name of Bilbo's home within Hobbiton in the Middle Earth series? Oh, snap. Uh, biggest letdown 1999 for me was finding out the Blair Witch was not real. Not a real thing. <laughs> Poor Beth. Yeah. Sorry about that. Five. Not real at all. Four. Three. Two. One pens down and chance. Bag end. Yes. And Mr. Barbarian. Bag end. Yes, that is right. Three, 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 three. As we see our next question here, Mark, number four. I like ends that begin with bags. Your next question is in the world of DC movies and your query therein. What 2006 DC film features the line, people should not be afraid of their governments, Governments should be afraid of their people. Oh, snap. Yeah, rings true with each passing year. Yes. The reason I didn't answer your question before. Because you didn't know the answer. No, because you were going to. What if we asked that later? Five, four, three. I get three questions. To... One. Pens down, please. And Barbarian. The Superman Returns? That is incorrect. And Chance. Steve Vendetta. Yes. Chance goes up by one. Chance takes his first lead there. Four, three, as we get to our next question. Marvel films. In Fantastic Four, 2015, which of the Fantastic Four members does not teleport to the newly discovered dimension and is responsible for bringing the others back alive? Uh, I was I was going to put this movie on later. Now... You can do it because it's on. I think it's on Disney Plus. Strangely don't, enough, don't try to sell me your wares, sir. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And chance. One small step for man. You just get our gamma farts, Sue Storm. That is right. And barbarian, invisible woman, Sue Storm. Yes. Okay. So chance keeping his one point lead as we see a five-four score here after five questions. Mark. All right, this next uh, universe, I believe, available on Hulu is The Wizarding World. And your question. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, while at the Weasley household, it will be the first time Harry travels to Diagon Alley using what? That's a 
That's uh, not exactly a yes or no, is it? No, you're not going to get that one right. <laughs> nope. And five. True. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. And Mr. Barbarian. Flu powder. Flu powder is correct. And we have chance. Flu powder. Yes, that is correct. All right. Next. Six five. five. Here's the next question. Next question. Star Trek. Which Star Trek, the next generation film, features the tagline? The future of the galaxy and the survival of a race depend on an act of rebellion. Yeah, Christian, I always like to rely on flu powder after I manscape. Look at you. Well, I would save that. We might have to actually use that spot eventually. I just made $50, kids at home. Not yet. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down and Chance Ellison. Insurrection? Insurrection is correct. And Mr. Barbarian. Insurrection. Yes, it is. Okay. So Chance sees himself with a one-point lead still as we have seven to six going into question number eight, Mark. That's right. Chance is perfect. If he remains perfect for three more questions, he's going to have a bonus question asked just to the Cobra. Here we go with your eighth category, DCEU. And your question. In the film Suicide Squad, Amanda Waller calls her new team of villain heroes by what name? They didn't need your coughing to explain it because they, they knew it apparently. Uh, this protein shake I made. Got a Vitamix? No, huh? And five, four. Not today. Two, one. Barbarian. Task Force X. Yes, chance. Task Force X. So it is still a one-point lead here for the Cobra. Eight, seven. Barbarian only missing once thus far. And here's the next question. Heroes and villains. Which 1991 film features the hero saying the following line? What's it like working for a Nazi, Eddie? Does he pay you in dollars of Deutschmarks? I got boom. And a little yank on the old suspenders after that. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey, I'll be here next week. Airplane food. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Chance. PJ Campbell Classic. The Rocketeer. Yes. And Mr. Barbarian. The Rocketeer. Okay. So nine, eight. And like you said, Mark. Now we see ourselves somewhere where we've been before with Chance Ellison, and that is on the verge of a perfect round. If he hits it, he gets a bonus question, and only he will get the bonus question. Uh, here we go. Here's the next question. This is in the world of mixed bags, so who the heck knows what the question is going to be? So I'll just ask it. Who plays Murphy, a terminally wounded cop who returns to the force as a powerful cyborg in 1987's RoboCop? Uh, Christian P.J. Campbell not in the Rocketeer, but I believe Scott Campbell was the star. Oh, look at you. Give away all the answers. Five, four, three, two. Campbell Scott. Pens down, please. And starting with Chance for the perfect round. Peter Weller coming with me, Peter Weller. Yes, perfect round for Chance and Barbarian. Peter Weller. Yes, nine points for the Barbarian, but Chance Elton has an opportunity here to go up by two should he get this bonus question. Chance, this is for you and only you. Are you ready? Understood. Here you go. In the 2003 film Bulletproof Monk, 
which actor plays the lead character known as the monk with no name? Chow Yun-fat. For one more point, Chance Ellison. 11 to 9, taking a two-point lead, doing exactly what he did against Robert Parker, now doing it against the Barbarian. All right, Mark, so now we get into round number two. How do those rules work? I think Scott Campbell's a quarterback, actually. Anyway, round number two is known as the wheel round. In the wheel round, it's the wheel of justice, destiny, and your fate. Because you spin the wheel, once you settle on a category, you're going to hear five questions in that genre of inner geekdom know-how. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer or your rodent is not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question <clears throat> goes down to one. Christian, I have on my scorecard, the Barbarian has used a JTE rule. Chance still has his JTE rules, and both competitors retain usage of their challenge. So Chance, it's gonna be up to you and Shannon to decipher if you wanna spin that wheel first or defer to your Woodland opponent. All right, so we're going to move both the Barbarian and Bobby out. Shannon, we're going to give you uh, 60 seconds to decide decide whether or not you want to spin or defer. Here we go. Yep. Chance, you're doing amazing, and you already know it. You don't need me to tell you that. Uh, Keep this pace. Keep your head clear. This is your round. Let's increase this lead. You want to take care of business first? Keep moving, KM. Let's go. Do it. All right, so Chance is going to spin first where the wheel will make his appearance. Here it is. And now we will spin. Why has it got to be a heat? I knew you were going to say that. I really did. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Look at her go. Round and round. <laughs> where is she going to go? Don't uh, slut shame the wheel. Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Uh, what would you like to do? 60 seconds starting now. I think I can do better with the category, so I'm lucky to spin again. Okay. Yep. All right, let's go spin again. Whatever you get here, you got to take. Spin. All right, Christian. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but this wheel spins a lot if you catch my drift. Uh-oh. Heroes and villains. All right, yep. heroes and villains. So we're going to move. You got this. All right. Listen so to the whole question. All right. Chance, you're going to get five questions in heroes and villains. Are you ready? I am. Here you go. In Dread... 2012, what is the name of the clan that has taken over the entire building where the film takes place? Mobile choice. Is it A, Blood Brothers, B, Red Dragons, C, the Mama Clan, D, Slow Mo Clan? The Mama Clan? That's correct for one point. All right, here you go. In Back to the Future, what item does Doc pack because he's not sure if it exists in the future. A, cotton underwear. B, paper. C, Walkman. D, Pepsi. Do you beat the options? One, I can do that once. A, cotton underwear. B, paper. C, Walkman. D, Pepsi. Cotton underwear. For one point, that's correct. Multiple choicing his way around the round so far, Christian. Here's your third one. What was the name of the main villain in 2004's Hellboy? Rasputin. Yes, for two points. All right, question four. What superhero was the subject of a 90s movie and has the alter ego of Kit Walker? Oh, 
Multiple choice. Is it A, the Shadow, B, Steel, C, the Rocketeer, D, the Phantom? Shadow. It's incorrect. Barbarian. The what? Phantom. Well, you got to listen to the whole thing. Okay. What superhero was the subject of a 90s movie and has the alter ego Kit Walker? Is it A, the Shadow, B, Steel, C, the Rocketeer, D, the Phantom? The Phantom. That is correct for a one-point steal. All right. Final question here for Chance. Chance, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, how did Henry Jones Sr. know that Elsa Schneider was a Nazi? She talks in her sleep. That is correct for two points. So Chance Ellison battles through, has a little bit of a rough second round, but still fights through with multiple choice and sees himself with a seven-point lead over the Barbarian. Still strong seven points there for Chance. All right, Chance, going to drop you out here for a moment, bring back uh, Gucci. Gucci, you got 60 seconds to talk to the Barbarian starting now. First of all, great first round. Thank you. Yeah, that I that I wasn't sure which year V for Vendetta came out, which is why I went with Superman. No worries. Don't, don't even worry about that. It's okay. a long time ago now. Yeah. We got He got the category we wanted him to get. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened here. Huge steal. Thank you. Spin this wheel. Let's clean this category and go home. Let's do it. All right. That it? Wheels up. All right, Barbarian, you get two potential spins here, obviously, unless it hits opponent's choice on its first one. Here we go. Here's the spin. There it goes. The Barbarian spinning with his mind. And it looks like it could be settling close to spinner's choice. MCU. CU. So, again, 60 seconds to the side starting now. How you feeling? I mean, we've seen what I can do with MCU before, but um, I want to I wanna try a different one. Since, yeah. Uh, don't have to worry about taking it off the wheel for someone. So let's spin it again. Agreed. Go ahead. All right. Okay, whatever we get here, we got to take. And here, All right. Big spin right here, Christian. Could determine who's going to have the lead going into round three, and it looks like it's going to be scores and soundtracks. Scores. We like that. We like that. All right. So we're going to drop out the gooch and bring back the cobra. All right. Mark, you're going to ask. Sorry. All right, Barbarian, five questions in scores and soundtracks. Mark? All right, Barbarian. Like Christian said, your category is scores and soundtracks. Two points per question, unless you want to check the multiple choice. And question number one. Hans Zimmer shared credit for the score of Batman Begins with which composer? Multiple choice. Is it A, James Horner, B, James Newton Powell, uh, excuse me, James Newton Howard, C, John Powell, D, Klaus Bedell? Is it John Powell? That is incorrect. I'm going to go to Chance for the Steel Chance. The question, Hans Zimmer shared credit for the score of Batman Begins with which composer? And then the multiple choice options, A, James Horner, B, James Newton Howard, C, John Powell, or D, Klaus Fidel? Taking that point right back, James Newton Howard. That is correct for one point. That's a big steal. And he's right. He gets his point back that he lost. So that's a, that is a big steal there from Chance. All right, here's And now point. it allows the Barbarian to, at best, tie Chance going into round number three. So quite a big steal there. But now we're back to the Barbarian for a two-point question in the world of scores and soundtracks. The song Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional appears in the end credits of what Marvel movie? Spider-Man 2. 
Not the one with Nickelback. That's the first Spider-Man. Good call. Two points. And we move on to your third question. Danny Elfman. And which other composer are credited for the score of Age of Ultron? Brian Tyler. Two more points for the Barbarian, Christian. He's trying to tie things up going into round three. And your next query. This is your penultimate question in scores and soundtracks. The songs Come On, Come In, Newts, and Everything Burns were part of the soundtrack for what Marvel film? Five. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. Is it A, Ghost Rider, B, Fantastic Four 2005, C, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, D, Daredevil? I'm going to go Ghost Rider. That is incorrect. Chance, the question. The songs Come On, Come In, Newts, and Everything Burns were part of the soundtrack of what Marvel film? Is it A, Ghost Rider, B, Fantastic Four 2005, C, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, or D, Daredevil? I know the soundtrack of this movie was huge. Was Daredevil? It was huge, but that is incorrect. Looking for Fantastic Four 2005. No points are awarded for that question, Christian. All right, so Barbarian's trying to get himself within two. He's trying to get himself within two. If he can get this question, then he will be within two. Here we go. All right, Barbarian slash Elvis. Who composed the score for Doctor Strange and Spider-Man Homecoming? Michael Giacchino. We are within two points, Christian. Chance Ellison going to take a two-point lead into round number three over the Barbarian. It was a tough round two for both of them, but yeah, the Barbarian fights back and gets himself within two. They are scrapping here to take this fight into the third round. All right, bringing back both Shannon and Gucci. Round number three, Mark, how's it go? And what yeah, I guess classifies as a defensive struggle in inner geekdom based on these competitors' know-how. Round number three will determine the match unless we go to sudden death overtime. Each competitor is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 16. We need three numbers from each of you. Each number corresponds to a different corner of inner geekdom schmodown know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your last one Five big points are on the line and possibly, quite possibly, the match. So, with that being said, Chance Ellison, you enjoy a two-point lead going into round number three. Which three numbers from one to 16 feel luckiest? Okay, I'm going to go 12, 2, and 8. 12, 2, and 8 for Ellison and for the Barbarian. Going to go with my current score, 16, which is 1 and 6. And then for my third number, I will go with 16 itself. Uh, 1, 6, and 16, I see. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That checks out. Great number, soon. All right, 1, 6, and 16. All right, so we're going to start with Shannon. Shannon, you have 60 seconds to talk to Chance here starting now. Shake it off, baby. Shake it off. Don't even worry about round two. It doesn't matter. He wasn't that great. Focus on your questions. You have all your JTEs left. Take your time. Listen. You got this. You're in the lead. Maintain your composure. Take a breath. Let's finish this out. Let's go. Right. 
All right, Shannon hitting the advice there. Gucci, 60 seconds starting now. Way to recover, Barbarian. I couldn't be prouder. Fantastic game so far. Get, let's get this too. Make him start answering some questions. And you know what happens with that fiber. Let's get it. All right. Thank you to Gooch. I'm going to drop you out of there and Shannon, and we're going to go back to Chance and Barbarian. Starting with Barbarian. Barbarian, you chose category number one for your two-pointer. Category number one, Indiana Jones. In Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, what two-word phrase does Indy say to the other zipline passengers, zipline passengers, after he throws Colonel Vogel out of the, out the window? No ticket. That is correct for two points. Two points. Two points, and we see a tie game here, 18-18, and now Chance Ellison will have an opportunity to take the lead right back with category number 12. Yes, he will, Christian, and that corresponds to the world of wizarding, the wizarding world, as it's better known. So, Chance, for two points and to regain the lead, what is the name of the popular sweets that look like muggle jelly beans but contain flavors like grass, bogeys, and rotten egg? Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You got yeah. it. Ready, bots. No, I'm just disgusted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Well, two points. Chance gets it. Chance takes the lead back. So now we get back to the Barbarian. Barbarian chose category number six. Category number six for the Barbarian. Here you go. Who said it? World of quotes. Here you go. All right. What MCU villain said? Arrogance may not be a uniquely American trait, but I must say, you do it better than anyone. Johann Schmidt, the Red Skull. That is correct for three points. Barbarian with a massive, massive three points there. Big, big shot. All right. So now Chance Ellison looking to take his lead right back. He is looking to hit his three-pointer. And he chose category number two, Mark. Category number two. That's right, Christian. You may have heard of this category. It's called Star Wars. That's right. And for three points, Chance, and to regain the lead, your question in the galaxy far, far away. Who voices the character of Rio Durant, a four-limbed Ardenian who is in Beckett's crew in Solo? John Favreau. He's also a director. Three points and Chance reclaims the lead. All right. So here is where we are. They're going toe-to-toe, punching back and forth. And now the Barbarian has an opportunity to force Chance to hit his five. However, if he misses the five-pointer mark, then Chance Ellison will be awaiting either Mike Kalinowski or Alex Damon in the finals of the IG tournament. All right, Barbarian, for your five-pointer, you chose category number 16. 16. You got yourself mixed bag. Mixed bag, here you go. What 2014 film has the rare distinction of serving as a prequel, midquel, and sequel to its 2006 predecessor? (sighs) 
Five, four, three, JTE. Two. First, uh, second one. Here you go. What 2014 film has the rare distinction of serving as a prequel, a midquel, and a sequel to its 2006 predecessor? You said prequel, sequel, and midquel? Correct. Correct. Well, I'm going to go with X-Men Days of Future Past. And your winner, advancing to the finals, the Cobra, Chance Ellison. (laughs) 300 Rise of an Empire. 300 Rise of an Empire. Thank you, Barbarian. A drop you out here for a moment here. Shannon, he did it. The Cobra is going to the finals with a final score, defeating the Barbarian 23 to 21. The first person to hand the Barbarian a loss. The first person to hand Chance Ellison a loss. How are you feeling here, Shannon? He could be playing against Mike Kalinowski should Mike win tomorrow against Damon. Of course he pulled this off. I have been saying since day one that this is Chance's time. He's talented. He knows his stuff. He works harder than anyone in the room. I knew he could pull it off. He already took care of Parker. This was just a bonus. Chance, I cannot tell you how freaking proud I am of you. You have no, you will never understand how this black heart is just churning with love for you right now. It's insane. I never thought I could love like anything. Chance, you are three and one now. You have defeated the likes of Paul Oyama, uh, Robert Parker, and now the Barbarian. These are three solid, solid competitors here. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling? The second round was a little rough. He put up a, a really good fight here, too, but you stayed strong, and, and now you look at your fri- your first finals. How are you feeling? I feel great, Chris. You know what's funny? When you post you post this bracket the first time, everyone's like, ah, oh. Chance, I'll look at the hard pack. He, he ain't going past round one. He ain't going past round two. Where am I now? I'm in the finals, and this is all due to my team. Shannon, you believed in me from day one. Thank you for that. And, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm ready, and I'm ready to take it all the way. All right, you say you're ready to take it all the way. Shannon, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Something very interesting for all you nerds out there. Um, All of these greatest players that you guys love so much, your Parkers and your Smets and your Barbarians, the undefeatable players, you know, Barbarian may never lose another match again. But just like everyone that has come before him, they're always going to have that one loss, and it's always going to be from a member of Corruption, so suck on that. Uh, corruption certainly putting up a lot of points and having an impressive amount of work done by a multitude of competitors in that faction. But Chance, I got to ask you, now knowing that you play the winner of Kalinowski Damon, do you maybe take a break from your study partner and say, okay, you go take this one, champ. I'm just going to go chill over here. Or is it business as usual in Kalinowski's prep? Oh, business as usual. I mean, I'm going to do everything I can in my power to help him beat Damon. And then after that, we'll see what happens. Well, that's a good question, though, too, because, look, you guys have you guys have worked. You've been you've been with Mike since your first day in this league. You he brought you in the, in the league and in, in, during uh, anarchy. You played together. You won championship together. You're going to be playing for the team's championship again together. Does it is it something I know, obviously, for the faction? You guys both want to get to the finals because you could potentially even take over first place with a couple more victories here. But is it a little bittersweet that you might have to face your partner and potentially stop his journey from getting back to that match to get his, his third Intergeekdom Championship? 
look, I, I, I'm not. I, I know what this looks like. Everything I am in this league is because of Mike. I owe it all to him. So it'd be very bittersweet to me in the middle, but it'd be great because, you know, it's not enemies going after each other. It's two of the closest friends in this league. And not to mention, there's not going to be any black, bad blood because we're not like these other factions like the Finstock Exchange where it's a giant ego factory. Because uh, we are a team. We are corruption. We are we. And whoever wins, we know is going to go and take that belt back. All right. Listen, Chance. I gotta congratulate you here. You're playing. You are the story. You are definitely the story of the tournament because, like Mike said himself, everyone was saying, "Well, the finals are gonna be Mike and uh, and Chance." And the other side of that, though, is Alex Damon. Alex Damon is kind of doing what you're doing on the other side of that bracket right now, and he is the Star Wars champion. So, as much as we can say, "Oh yeah, it could be a corruption final," Alex Damon might have something to say about that. So, what would you say if it was not Mike and it's Alex Damon that you're gonna be playing tomorrow? How would you feel about that match? Oh, beating Damon's gonna be the easy part. Like that—that's—that's that's gonna be the easy part. I, I will take out Damon in a second before I before I take on Mike. But you know what? Mike's gonna take him out, so it doesn't matter. All right, Shannon. So everyone was saying that the Finstock Exchange was gonna be impossible to catch up to. They had too big of a lead. Well, with Laura Kelly's performance in the Star Wars tournament, Chance Ellison's performance here in the Inner Geekdom, and with Mike knocking a win by Mike tomorrow, put you guys very close, if not in first place. How are you feeling about this? I'm feeling exactly how I should. This is exactly what I have been saying from day one, that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Everyone thought I would be worried. Everyone's corruption sucks, this and that. And never will I let that bother me because I understand that this is a long game. I drafted three incredible players to cover all of my bases. They're triple threats. They're absolutely amazing. And we're going to be sitting high and pretty at the end of this tournament, just where we belong. All right. Well, thank you again. Chance, congratulations. The Cobra, Chance Ellison, defeating the Barbarian here by a score of 23 to 21. All right, going to drop you guys out here at the moment and bring back both Bobby Gucci and the Barbarian. Look, uh, Gucci, this is uh, something you guys are not used to, and that's being in the loser's circle. Um, this is, and especially Barbarian, this is his first loss in any division, but it wasn't a easy one by chance here barbarian easily gave him his best fight so far how are you feeling about the performance of the barbarian in this match i mean look overall i couldn't be happier i mean the man had about six weeks to prepare for something that he relatively knew nothing about and to sit back and uh you know beat labick and uh beat humphrey and get seven points for his team i could i couldn't be more proud of the guy uh the fight he gave here uh, you know, we, we wanted Chance to get heroes and villains. He got it. We knew he'd stumble there. Uh, you know, we were studying scores and soundtracks repeatedly. Those are tough questions. Checked down on a couple of things. I mean, look, the ball didn't go our way this time. And I get that. And, you know, Chance played a good game. He's uh, very resilient. Um, but that was our game. We had that. We had it. And uh, Barbarian will tell you that we should have won that game. It was not more Chance winning. It was It was us, you know losing for the most part uh barbarian so this is uh you said it going into this match chance was someone you knew you were going to have to scrap up against and there was a couple of back and forth that second round was shaky for kind of both you guys but it was just the very end it was that five pointer that just kind of tied you up how are you feeling about your overall performance here today you know i i feel frustrated because i know i have it in me to be the interdicting champion uh and i guess i'm just gonna have to wait till next year to do that 
Um, but uh, you know, Chance played a Chance played a good game today. Uh, I will congratulate him on that victory, as will Elvis. Um, you know, there's. It's like it's. It, it reminds me of that uh, sport uh, the American public plays uh, with their feet, uh, the ball feet game, where you know it bounces on the tip and goes one way or the other. And uh, this match, it did not go our way. Didn't go your way, but I, I, this can be answered by either the Barbarian or by his manager, Gucci Verse. Um, when you look at the landscape of the rest of this season, there's plenty more matches to be played, maybe not necessarily in this tournament. So where does the focus turn for the Barbarian now for the foreseeable future? What he's good at. What, what, you know, what he's the best at, which is singles and tag team. I mean, like I said, he bent over backwards and went on a limb here for the Finstock Exchange. And he's a team player and always will be. And like I said, he's got he got a seven points here. And he wasn't even in our inner geekdom top five to be to start the year. And uh to do something like this and give us these points is something that we were looking for. And he guaranteed that he would get at least two wins, and that's exactly what he did. And I can't like I said, everybody in the exchange. Couldn't be more proud of the man for stepping up and taking a chance. Well, you know, the Barbarian of Finstock mentions um, the singles tournament. We have the singles tournament right around the corner here. You have been announced as one of the competitors in as the four members that are going into the tournament. How are you feeling about your chances against um, the rest of the league here in singles? And because of this, we also know that Chance Ellison is going to be in that tournament. Do you how do you feel about potentially playing him in that tournament? Should you guys both make it? I mean, Ellison Barbarian 2 is going to be a match that you should book because that's going to be one where Elvis and I are out for blood. Uh, fair enough. All right. So the Barbarian, thank you. And Bobby Gucci, sorry for the loss here today, guys. I'm sure we'll okay. see very, very soon. But the Finstock Exchange is out of the Inner Geekdom Tournament. And now it is just corruption and the rock stars that's right because you have chance ellison in the finals he will await tomorrow's winner will it be his team partner and former teams and two-time intergeekdom champion mike the killer ko kalinowski or will it be the longest reigning champion in any division we've ever had star wars reigning champion alex the demon demon who is also undefeated in the inner geekdom division sitting high at three and oh so who is going to win who is going to win that match find out tomorrow and you can find out if you subscribe to this channel youtube.com slash the schmodown do it that's right and christian can't you just sense that sigh of relief that every other faction is now exhaling because the finstock exchange at least for the rest of this tournament not going to be able to rack up any more points and further their lead but now i think a lot of their sites are going to be squarely at corruption because we'll see how this kalinowski damon match plays out but it could be corruption on corruption and therefore corruption is going to get even more points this is a massive match for the rock stars i mean it's a massive match damon has almost single-handedly got them like 90 percent of their points and so if he's able to do it and able to get himself to the finals this keeps them in the game but you're right if corruption gets both mike and chance into the finals they're not just playing for catch-up. They're playing for first place. They're playing for actually taking over first place. This is something massive for them right now, and they have an opportunity to become the top dogs. And like you, like Shannon said earlier, there. I remember reading the comments that oh, corruption stinks. They're in last place. 
Shannon did everything that she was supposed to do. She tried to get the new competitors their matches, and some of them delivered, some of them didn't. And then Laura Kelly does what she does in Star Wars, and then Mike and Chance out the gates are able to deliver on all these points. And if they can get them, if Mike gets himself to the finals tomorrow, wow, this is massive. Yeah, and and I mean, you look at Chance Elson. We talked about the Barbarian and people like Robert Parker in the pre-show, where they're just the kind of folks that you have to assume are going to get a perfect round number one. We just saw that from Chance Elson. I think he is now one of those guys that everybody else is going to look at and say, "You cannot spot this guy any points. He might steal some from you. You got to come in ready to play a perfect game if you want to knock off the Cobra." All right, so ladies and gentlemen, join us. Join us tomorrow. Join us tomorrow for the big match to find out who Chance Ellison will play. Once again, will it be Alex Damon or it will be Mike Kalinowski? And also, do not forget that on right around the corner here on our first pay-per-view back, July 31st, John Roca, Ethan Irwin, the number one contender match to find out who faces Dan Merle for that championship Join the stream. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. For Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.